Welcome back to Glow Girl. We are a weekly podcast where we talk about woo and wellness and making our way in this wild world. I am Tracy White as always, and I have a really super big surprise for you guys that are listening. I have two guests today. I am being joined by the founders of the Girls Girls Media Empire and the hosts of the Girls Girls Podcast and two of my very bestest friends in the whole world, Brittany Gibbons and Meredith Solo. Welcome, friends. So happy to be here. I'm so happy I'm to be so here. happy to see you guys. <laughs> it's been Bye. a tick since we've been on this podcast. It's like our little coven is like back together again. Oh, I love, I love it. it so much. It's so much fun to have you guys both here this week. We're all um, we're all sort of like guesting on each other's shows this week. So you can find all three of us on the Add a Girl podcast that aired on Monday and the Girls Girls podcast that airs on Thursday and the Family Road Trip Trivia podcast. So um, I will be honest, it is really just good to see both of your faces. Um, I know. Even though it's uh, by Zoom. The last time I saw you both at the same time was nine months ago, just so you know. <gasps> I, I could was have, it really? I, yes. I could have had a surprise baby in that amount of time and you wouldn't <laughs> have even known. I mean, oh I did. My gosh, it has been so long since we've seen each other in person. It makes me want to cry. It's very I don't like it. I miss <laughs> I miss being in studio and having our recording days. Me too, I'm, but I'm too dangerous for everybody. But I heard I heard that by June, anybody who wants a vaccine should have one. And I immediately thought we got to do something really weird together as soon as we can. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like flee the country, maybe that sounds anything. Good if anyone There's will have us. If not. I think we should just go exploring like we did in Florida that one time. That was so fun with our friend April. Let's do yes, that again. Yes. Oh, that sounds amazing. Um, so <laughs> what have you guys been up to? Any secret babies for either of you two? Wow. Well, no. No. <laughs> no babies. You guys, you guys both have puppies, right? And we do. That's what happens when you don't want any more babies. Right? Yeah. You turn into a crazy dog lady. It's so weird because like you're having, you have small kids and then you're like, I am done. I am done raising stuff. I'm never going to raise anything again, period. I've got no more maternal instincts left to give. And then your kids start to get a little bit older, like in, near high school and tween age. And you're like, I just want something to raise and like that likes me. And well, then you get a puppy to you anymore. And so you're like, I, I think I need a familiar. I know. <laughs> it's just so it's just a it's the circle of life. I'm yeah. at that. I'm, I'm still at that in between age. I'm done with small things for a little while. And so I have a very old dog and a very old cat and a very young child and I'm busy. <laughs> so I'm good. <laughs> um, so speaking of secret babies, um, I'm not announcing a pregnancy, I swear. So okay. I actually announced my secret baby on Monday, which is not actually a baby, but is my new astrology business. Um, called, yeah, I know. So it's called Shine Bright Astrology. You guys might recognize the name. Um, I'm looking, I'm, I'm booking now for birth chart breakdowns and mini readings that'll be starting in January. And then um, I'll be expanding offerings in the near future too. Um, once hopefully my house is no longer a homeschool destination. Uh, <laughs> well, Brittany and I want to be your first customers. So you please just tell us how we make these appointments. 
Yes, ma'am. Um, I am all over on the social medias um, and I'll put a link in the show notes for everything too, but you can find, uh, you can find me online at shinebrightastrology.com. And then, like I said, um, all over on the social media. So I'm sure by now you guys have probably seen some of the stuff floating around. Um, but I am kind of excited to take this sort of lifelong weird hobby out into the world a little bit more. And I love it. I'm so excited for you. And I'm so super proud of you. I just have so many feelings surrounding this. And I am super thankful to both of you for being some of my biggest cheerleaders during this like super weird metamorphosis that has happened over a year. And, um, and thanks to all of the loyal listeners out there too, for encouraging me to do more with this um, star nerd knowledge and just kind of like use it for good. You know, I'm just, it's the end of the year and I'm feeling very reminiscent. And I just want to say, you know, when we started, um, this podcast has obviously been in many different iterations, this podcast, Mm -hmm. this specific podcast, it started even with a different name and we really weren't sure where it was going to go or what direction it was going to take. And it took a minute, but you've really taken hold of this podcast and made it into something so amazingly beautiful and successful. And like, I, we just, Meredith and I could not be prouder of you for being in our network and the work that you do. Like you're just our, you're our number one child. Yeah. You're you're our favorite. (laughs) Don't tell this. We actually tune in and listen to your show every week and we love it. And we learn. (laughs) And you've been just like this calming voice for so many people in a very scary year. And so great job, Tracy, because I think you just helped warm a lot of hearts um, when people were very scared and, and panicking and you've eased a lot of fears and given us certain dates to look forward to and like keep us moving along, you know, answering yeah. our text at 2am when we're like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> don't worry. Don't worry. And, and, you know, this has been a super great outlet for me. Otherwise I think all of this would have just stewed into a giant, anxious, nervous breakdown. So instead yeah. I've gotten to use the general public as my own personal therapy. So it's been really <laughs> great for me too. <laughs> so thank you guys so much. Um, I'm super excited about where this year has gone and I'm pretty excited about 2021. We've got a lot of cool things uh, coming up. So I'll tell you more about that in a little bit too. Uh, the other reason that we're all together today is because on today's show, we're doing sort of a 2020 glow girl year in review or 2020 in the rear view mirror, if that's what you would prefer, because that's what a lot of us would probably prefer at this point <laughs> to just never look at it again. Um, and I wanted to share some stories besides just mine about how the ma- major astrological transits of the year sort of played out in people's lives. Um So in the second half of the show, we're going to go over some dates um, that some big big planetary moves happened and, you know, we can kind of compare notes on how they showed up in our lives. Um, This episode is going to be pretty astrology heavy. Um, Honestly, we've been pretty astro heavy for a little while now, especially in December. Uh, But in January, I have a whole roster of really amazing guests that are going to be joining us to teach us about things like breath work and manifestation and using tools like this to make our 2021 an amazing year of building out our best lives. Um, So if astrology isn't your thing, just hang tight because there's so much new stuff coming down the woo tube that you're going to love, I promise. So hang in there with us. Um, And now because it's uh, what I do, here is just a little bit of this week's astrology and 
let's talk about that. So it is officially Capricorn season. Uh, as of Monday the 21st, we moved into uh, the sun in Capricorn. Along with that gigantic Saturn-Jupiter conjunction that we talked about last week, Capricorn season can feel like an energy shift into a more grounded, uh, maybe a more disciplined time. So it's no coincidence that every year around the end of December, we start really feeling those new year, new me, time to get disciplined, time to, you know, plan a workout or a diet or whatever we, you know, think that we need to do for ourselves. Um, that is no coincidence with this Capricorn season. So uh, if you're starting to feel that, you can, you can definitely blame uh, the sun for that one. Um, we also on Sunday had Mercury move into Capricorn. So Mercury in Capricorn has our thinking getting a little bit more detail oriented than it was when it was in free spirited Sagittarius. So you can enjoy analyzing that holiday spending and setting up your 2021 budgeting systems under this energy for the next three-ish weeks. We currently have Venus and Sagittarius, which will be there until January 8th. Uh, Venus and Sagittarius is a very confident energy in love and money and personal truth. So if you're looking to attract a partner or some dollars, this is a great energy for putting your true self out there and attracting authentic connections. We have, uh, on Monday the 21st, we had uh, Jupiter and Saturn both move into Aquarius at the same degree. They moved in at separate dates, the 17th and 19th, but on Monday, they moved in at the same degree. That was what we called the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction, and we talked about that on last week's show. Um, Jupiter in Sagittarius is an amazing energy that we get to live under for a full year. Here we see Jupiter's expansion energy in the humanitarian sign of Aquarius, and we're starting to see in this energy that our efforts to think outside the box and to really think about the collective, like all people as opposed to just our people will be uh, extremely fortuitous in the coming year um, and into the future. When Saturn moves into Aquarius uh, alongside Jupiter, that'll Saturn will be there for three years, but all of 2021, we see the things that Saturn rules like structures, laws, governments, and the foundations of things start to take on the energy of Aquarius. So we can watch, watch for changes to these structures and see innovative thinking in the area of how we look at government and how we make laws and sort of the structures of uh, you know, our lives and of the world too, because this is a world transit, uh, you know, and how restrictions and limitations that we've seen for groups of people are going to be changing and shifting into this new air energy. So. This is definitely uh, something that feels like the dawning of a new age. And uh, I know that we've had a lot of talk about this age of Aquarius uh, thing that's been going around, but I think that we're all really gonna be able to feel the difference from that grinding earthy Capricorn energy we've been under for a while now as we move into this Aquarian age. So buckle up because you are going to see new things that you never expected uh, coming up, especially in the next year. The future is about to be now. So hang tight, guys. It is, uh, it's about to get wild and um, Aquarius is a little weird. So it's probably about to get kind of weird too. I'm okay with weird. I'll take weird, like fun weird. I'm totally okay with fun weird if that's what you we're know, headed towards. I think fun weird. Um, I, I also sort of feel like maybe aliens weird. And I, I yeah, sort of, yeah. I sort of oh, feel like I have something oh. to say about this. Why'd you do it? <laughs> Why'd you set it Are up? you for real? I you mean, know that I've been like deep diving. The Galactic Federation is a thing. We're going to find <laughs> out about it very soon. 
Yes, I, uh, if, if anybody has something to say about aliens and things getting uh, Aquarian level weird, it's definitely Meredith. So keep your eyes peeled on that stuff. Um, but in general, just watch the news for things that you've never seen, things that you've seen in movies that you didn't think were real or that couldn't be real maybe in our lifetime. Um, you know, these are things that we can start to see actually starting to maybe happen. Uh, you know, so watch for this really outside of the box thinking. Can you like give an example? Like, I'm starting to think that maybe we're going to get closer to things like flying cars. I know that it's silly, but I really think that we're going to start getting closer to that in the coming All right, cool. Years. I'm down. Um, I'm not going to say any of the scary ones because I think that there's also like some opportunities for some technologies to maybe get a little invasive into our personal lives. And so is Terminator things. happening? Is that what you're telling me? <laughs> I mean, we could be in the beginning years. We could be in the pre robots getting feelings. Okay. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I hope not. This, I terrified. just want to say that in the nineties, aliens came down and they telepathically told school children that technology was going to be the death of us and we need to get it under control. So maybe the aliens are coming back again to tell us a little more about the technology problem. <laughs> They were just waiting for the age of Aquarius. Is one of your upcoming guests an alien expert so you can have Meredith back on this podcast and ask questions? I think that's the expert you need to find. I'm not saying yes, but I'm not saying no. So we'll see. Oh, snap. Stay tuned for 2021. We don't know what's going to happen. Wah, wah, wah. (laughs) If I was to start an alien podcast, 2021 is the year for that. I mean, 100% now is, is the yes. time. We're, we are in the age of Aquarius, uh, as per many people out there. It's time. Aquarius- I feel like when this is over, we get a bus and just drive around and like look for alien shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I want to go to the weird spots. I want to go yeah. see some crop circles. We live in Ohio. Why are there not more crop circles? I thought this was going to be a bigger thing. I am disappointed. Yeah, I am a little bit too. Um, also highly recommend uh, one of my quarantine binges has been, and twice through at this point, uh, the new reboot CW series, Roswell, New Mexico. And it's like a reboot of the old 90s series. Highly enjoy that. Very cool for your uh, alien alien watching. Meredith, you Sorry, watch I only that. watch like factual documentaries. So, oh, okay. I mean, we <laughs> don't know that it's not factual. Listen, if you think aliens don't control the media, then you don't, you haven't been researching deep enough. Oh, <laughs> right. So let's take a super quick break because I'm going to tell you about our episode sponsor, BetterHelp, because it sounds like we all definitely need to talk about mental health right now. <laughs> Is there something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from manifesting the greatness you deserve? BetterHelp Online Counseling is there for you. You can connect with your very own professional counselor in a safe and private online environment. You don't have to leave the house or put on real pants. It is that convenient. BetterHelp gets it. Life is busy. Now you can get help on your own time and at your own pace. You can schedule secure video or phone sessions, plus chat and text with your own therapist. BetterHelp includes licensed professional counselors who are specialized in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflicts, LGBTQ matters, grief, self-esteem, and more. Anything you share is confidential, and if you're not happy with your counselor for any reason, you can request a new one at any time for no additional charge. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp, like me, that they are recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. BetterHelp is available worldwide and at your fingertips. 
BetterHelp offers four communication options, text, chat, phone, and video, and you can start communicating in under 24 hours. Best of all, it's a truly affordable option with financial aid available. Glow Girl listeners get 10% off your first month, so why not get started today? Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health by going to betterhelp.com glow, fill out a questionnaire to help them assess your needs, and get matched with a counselor you'll love. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash glow for 10% off your first month. Okay, so guys, almost, uh, actually a year ago, almost to the day, I talked on this very podcast about moving into a very Capricorn year, which sounded um, exciting at the time, super wasn't. Um, I talked about Saturn and Jupiter and Pluto that were all piled up in the very stern taskmaster sign of Capricorn, uh, kind of ready to crumble our foundations and teach us our lessons, both uh, personally and worldwide as a society. Um, I also said at that time that it would be a generation changing year. And I hate to say I told you so, but it sort of feels like 2020 crumbled a lot of us and not always in great ways. Um, I don't know if any of you guys got anything good out of 2020, but we are doing our best to look on the positive side of things. Uh, worldwide pandemic aside, um, you know, we've definitely seen some big movements in how we have, uh, you know, seen each other as community. So that has been something positive that's come out of 2020. Um, so I want to look back at the year 2020 with a full trigger warning right now so that you can nope the hell out of this right now. If you don't want to relive any of the past year, I totally get that. Um, I had some traumatic flashbacks myself just prepping for this episode. So that is up to you. So to get started, 2020 started off with a bang when we had our first big lunar eclipse of the year, which happened on January 10th in the sign of cancer, which is all about homes and security and parents sometimes. Um, I remember that one very clearly because we were in the middle of a Trump impeachment trial, uh, which affects our home as in our home country here in the US. Um, and it also felt like we were on the brink of a war with Iran at the time. It feels like it was five years ago. That was just a year ago, guys. Um, and so that, those were things that were threatening our security and the security of our, our collective home. Um, for me personally, middle of January, 2020, felt like it was a time of major insecurity for me in a number of areas, including professionally and as a parent, uh, struggling with a lot of decisions about what to do you know, as far as schooling and parenting and things. And this was pre-pandemic. So these were things that were all right on my lap at that time. Um, so mid-January 2020, uh, anything crazy going on for you guys at that time? <sighs> I don't think... <laughs> Only the worst time of my entire life ever. So oh. yeah, something happened mid-January. That's right. You had some upsets at the time. Yep. And uh, yeah, we've moved on from those. And so totally that, moved on from it. Yeah, that's fantastic. That's good. Um, yeah. And I don't know that time of year was hard because we were just coming out of the Christmas season. We were all ready to tackle this new year. And it sort of felt like we got just knocked right back. down. Like somebody just said, nope, stop, fell right back down to the ground. It was that was a tough time. January. Oh, yeah. And it's, um, it's always a bad month for me. Anyways. Um, you're coming down off just that natural high that you get from the holiday season. Exactly. And especially in like in your, in, in the Midwest. Um, 
like when Christmas is over, you're like, okay, done with winter, but you're not, it's still here till like April. (laughs) And so it's still kind of depressing. Yes, for sure. And, and, you know, by, by January 10th, by mid January, if we've started our like new year's resolutions or things like that, a lot of times by that point, we are really struggling with those. And so that's always not a great time for people. So that lunar eclipse really intensified all of our feelings around the things that were happening at that time. Um, Excuse me. In uh, mid-February until the beginning of March, we had a Mercury retrograde. And that Mercury retrograde was sort of focused around, uh, you know, communication issues, specifically around, and, and it was a very emotional one, and specifically focused around communication issues with groups, with uh, friendships, with our like inner circles sometimes, and with uh, with regards to the internet itself. And so that was a very uh, that was a tough time too. Um, during that time, during that Mercury retrograde, that was the last time that we actually physically saw each other because that was when we went on our little trip to Virginia all together and with some of our other friends. Yes. Wine trip. Wine trip. trip. Oh, wine trip. I miss wine trip. I miss being in a bus with people. Oh my gosh. Yeah. (laughs) We didn't think that would be the last time we would be around a group of people like that. I mean, it's, it physically feels scary to think about being in a bus with like, you know, 20 people right now, doesn't it? Well, yeah. I, I watch so many TV vacations. shows. Yeah. And I'm like, these people are too close together. You can <laughs> tell what's pre pandemic and what's now. I know. Like, Where's your mask? Right. <laughs> so yes, that was, that was definitely a fun time that we had. Thankfully we made it back safely and everything. Uh, and then we got back and then the world changed immediately. I mean, no, March 9th was when uh, that Mercury retrograde ended. Mercury shifted into the into Aquarius for that next uh, that next round, and immediately we went into pandemic land. I think March 13th uh, was well, I think we had a another eclipse on that date, and it was a Friday. It was a Friday the 13th, and it was the very last day that I had uh, my daughter in school. I picked her up from school that Friday and figured that we'd be back in like a week maybe two weeks and we were never back again. You know, we just didn't know. We just didn't know how much things were going to change at that point. So um, looking back, that has been a really, that was a really significant timeframe too. Yeah. It was definitely an ominous time. Mm -hmm. And you know, that Mercury retrograde sort of subverts information. And we had information about this pandemic that was sort of kept from us, you know, and, and how bad it was going to be and how, you know, what to expect and how to prepare for it. We, we didn't know. And, you know, we, we're really still seeing and reeling from the effects of that. Um, another important date that, and this is actually a date uh, timeframe. So I just talked in the first half of the show about Saturn moving into Aquarius and Saturn moving into Aquarius for three years is a really cool time. It's going to be a time where we see revolutionary changes to structures and, and lessons in our lives. However, Saturn what had a retrograde in 2020, and for a very brief period of time, Saturn entered Aquarius, and that was uh, March 21st, and it lasted through uh, about early June. So if we look at Saturn and Aquarius at that time frame, there were so many huge changes, not just with regards to the pandemic, 
but also in regards to social justice, there were a lot of huge, huge changes and people, uh, because Aquarius is people, you know, going after these uh, restrictions on society to them, you know, so restrictions over people in society. I mean, these were, we saw marches and we saw protests and we saw huge societal shift in thinking about these things that have been happening for hundreds of years, but now we are all awake to these problems. Now we are all seeing these problems, regardless if this was something that was in front of our eyes before or not. Uh, you know, now none of us can, now none of us can be ignorant to these issues. And so that time frame really says to me, we saw a little glimpse of what Saturn and Aquarius is going to do. Now Saturn is in Aquarius for three years. We are going to have three years of societal change with regards to the way that groups of people have been treated and restricted. And so I'm really interested and excited for these changes. I'm also um, concerned about how these changes are going to take place. You know, there may be, you know, there may be some dangerous actions that take place and, you know, we need to be ready for those because society needs to change, right? The way that groups of people have been treated. I mean, yeah, I'm, I wonder at least once a day, I had the thought of like, how are we going to move forward? Like, how are we going to move forward? Like it's, you watch the news and it's crazy. And you just kind of hope that the people impeding that forward movement are actually much smaller in number than, than they are in voice, you know, like that loudness. I just always hope that that's the case because I, I worry about like how we can move forward. I completely agree. The part of this has been a long-standing history of ignorance with regards to, I just didn't know, or it's not something I ever had to think about before. And now we have nothing but internet in our faces all day, every day. We have nothing but technology and we have nothing but big changes with regards to technology coming up in the future. And so there will be no excuse not to know. So people will either change or they'll get left behind. So this is, this is definitely something that's happening. And the next three years are going to be a huge revolutionary time for societal changes. Well, thank God. Yes. Very excited. Yeah. Very excited about this. So um, another big thing that we had uh, June 5th, we had a, another eclipse. These eclipses always happen in cycles and in pairs. And so the, the eclipse that happened on June 5th, uh, is related to the eclipse that just happened on December 14th. Uh, so right around June 5th, we were starting to see things happening with government. We were starting to see a lot of things happening where um, we were talking about the election and uh, we were talking about mail-in voting being at risk. We were talking about, I mean, the election was definitely at the top of uh, you know, of all news channels right next to pandemic world. And at June 5th, it seemed like we were maybe starting to see some dips and maybe things were getting a little bit more under control. That was false information. We were not getting things under control. Um, you know, we were getting false information about the safety of, uh, you know, of voting and just voting in general, as well as mail-in voting. We were seeing a lot of issues 
about people's beliefs coming forward during that lunar eclipse. And so fast forward to six months later during the total solar eclipse, December 14th, which is the one that's directly directly related to that one. And we have the electoral college meeting to say this election is done. It is time to move forward. It is time to, it's time for a change of, of occupants of the house and it's time to, you know, revolutionize the way that elections are looked at in the future, because this obviously was, uh, you know, an election that changed the way that we look at elections in the U.S. here. So, you know, we, that was a big time, June 5th, um, you know, and, and obviously from that point, uh, you know, we started to see that uh, big changes with the vaccines were, were just starting to happen. They were just starting to work on trials for the vaccines in June. And December 14th here in the US was the first day that we received vaccines and Americans started getting vaccinated, uh, some of our frontline healthcare workers. So the relation of these two eclipses, you know, the, the polar things that were happening and, and the way that they're connected, uh, you know, very interesting. So we've almost come full circle. There will be another eclipse related to these two that happens uh, in the middle of May 2021. And that happens to be about the point at which a lot of healthcare professionals think that we will all as American citizens have the opportunity to be vaccinated. So we're really looking at the July timeframe to start almost maybe feeling like we can get back out in the world again, like the pandemic will have less of a hold over us. So um, these are very exciting eclipses. These are very exciting times. Okay, and so then we fast forward a little bit. Uh, you know, we had many things that happened throughout the course of the rest of the year, including a Mercury retrograde that ended on election day here in the US. Uh, you know, Mercury retrograde on election day says to us that we are very we're having a lot of trouble with the communication regarding the election. We're having trouble with the technology with regards to the election, uh, you know, and we see that election, you know, we predicted that it would say that we would have trouble. That election took four or five days to shake out before we finally got, uh, you know, before we finally got some actual tallies from some of the states that were taking a long time. Um, you know, that information even shook out longer because we had recounts in certain states. Uh, you know, that really didn't, give us a final answer until we had the electoral college meeting on the, on December 14th. And so, um, you know, we also saw with this Mercury retrograde that happened in uh, sort of in Scorpio and Libra focuses on information being dug up out of the dark, uh, also focusing on Libra very much uh, with social justice. And, you know, these are two themes that were very heavy around election season and will continue to be for you know, for our foreseeable future until we can get things under control, you know, for all people, uh, you know, these are going to be big focuses on society. So these were big, you know, changing events. Um, you know, how was it for, uh, for both of you around election, uh, around election season? Terrifying. I mean, it was, yeah, it was pretty terrible. I was running a campaign too. So I was like, man, I hope this guy gets it, but he did, but it was like a scary time. Honestly, like it was just, I was just so ready to be past it. Like I just wanted to get done with it. And, and just in general, like in my life around that time, um, I was just done like with everything. Like I went, I'm going into December just with no, with no fucks to give. And that started basically in November. Um, so I just was kind of just done with everything. 
um, around that time too. And just sort of put in some really good boundaries, I think. And, and, you know, speaking of that, we had a, we had a major Mars retrograde this year. It's not something that happens every year, happens every few. And that Mars retrograde really subverted a lot of our motivations for things. Um, you know, I think it, it, it did. It took away a lot of the fucks that we had left to give for the year. You know, it, it really set us on a path of saying, okay, this is going to shake out how it shakes out. And as soon as this Mars retrograde is done, and as soon as this election is passed, we're going to stand up and, and make some change based on whatever we have left. And, yeah. you know, that's really kind of how things played out, you know, personally in my life. And, and it seems like, you know, governmentally here in the U.S. and, you know, in the world in general. So we are, we're past that Mars retrograde. Thankfully, now we have Mars and Aries still uh, for a little while longer. You know, that's a big progressive motivational energy um, and energy for organizing, especially moving into a, an air season of, of groups. I mean, you're going to see more organizing of groups and, and mobilization of groups, uh, you know, coming up and happening very soon. And, and, you know, groups are how, how we move forward, you know, as a society. So, um, you know, how we always talk about starting a commune of our friends. Yes. And, communal living is coming back it's what it's happening 20 you will start to see it in 2021 even more I'm so excited. So. yeah communal living and i'm and i'm not even talking about just groups of friends buying up a cul-de-sac you know sister wife style but like probably also that but people <laughs> buying people buying chunks of land and you know putting housing on it and saying you know this is our small community and communities getting both smaller in real life and larger with a presence online. So think about small communes of, you know, maybe like five or six families, but also connected to other communities of communal living families online, you know, and sharing internet resources and, you know, learning almost like, um, I, I grew up in an area where it was um, a lot of uh, Amish and Mennonite families and, you know, they're, you know, they live in, in small communities, but they trade and share with their other communities in other areas of like the Midwest. And, you know, they travel to see each other and, you know, to, to trade. And so people can meet each other and, and potentially marry outside of their family groups. And I do, I really just think that that oh, style. I could not be more on board. Yeah, we're, we're <laughs> ready. I'm ready. We, you know, we'll, we'll be able to still use cars. I think uh, maybe they'll be flying cars and not horses and buggies. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so in on this. I'm, I'm ready. Just tell yeah. me when to pack my bags. Um, we are going there. I'm in. And, and another thing that I heard about recently that I thought was such an amazing idea was uh, this idea of um, with regards to commerce. So, I mean, we all grew up in, you know, we're all born around the same time, grew up in the nineties, the, the era of the strip mall and the mall mm -hmm. in general. And we're seeing those large structures. I mean, all around us every single day, we're hearing about these stores that are closing in these commerce buildings, you know, these large buildings, you know, they can no longer support these stores can no longer support the cost of running these buildings. The rent is too high. The stores can't afford it everyone's shopping online. No one's out in public right now anyway. So it's very hard. And what's going to happen to these buildings? And I've heard uh, about in the Netherlands, uh, they've taken a lot of these buildings and they've created vertical farming and 
they've created indoor uh, growth areas for all of the produce that they, they they have for their entire country to the point where they have become a major uh, exporter of produce. And I don't know if you know anything about the Netherlands, but it's land-wise, not a very big place, pretty much full of water. And they've become an exporter of produce because they've been able to turn these old commerce structures into, you know, new ways of thinking, new ways of growing, new ways of producing. And it's innovative ideas like that, that we're going to see so much more of, uh, you know, moving into the future. So I am very excited about that. I do miss shopping in a mall though. <laughs> yeah. I, I miss that experience. Like, honestly, for my kids, um, I don't know if you guys watched Stranger Things, but the most recent season really took place in like an 80s mall. And I just remember my my mom just dropping me off at the door and meeting my friends there and walking around and like doing all those like cheesy mall things. And I do hate that they don't get to experience that, but I love the use of them. We just tear everything down so much that it'd be nice to reuse a building. Yeah. You know, and I think we're going to see so much more of that too. So our kids will just have different experiences. You know, our parents were probably sad that, you know, we didn't get to, you know, run the streets in the neighborhoods for, you know, weeks on end and, <laughs> you know, but yeah. we grew up okay. I all right. The kids are all right. So <laughs> moving into, moving into the end of 2020, um, I know I skipped over a lot of major things that probably happened, but, you know, just hitting on these, on these larger points, um, you know, moving into the end of 2020, we had, I already touched on this um, eclipse pair that happened November 30th. We had a lunar eclipse in Gemini, December 14th, we had a um, total solar eclipse in Sagittarius. So these eclipses brought about endings and beginnings, and they hit uh, both the birth chart of the United States in a very interesting way, and the birth chart of Donald Trump in a very interesting way. Uh, Specifically, the eclipse on December 14th hit his birth chart in his, uh, he was born on this same eclipse, by the way, And so it hit him directly and it hit him in the area of his home. And so an eclipse hitting the area of your chart that represents your home means a change. So his home is changing. He's great. He's got his new home have bars on it. I don't know that for sure, but I mean, listen, retribution is, uh, is nigh in 2021 for all the things that uh, happened, the atrocities of 2020. So uh, 2021 is definitely going to be a year of, karma we're gonna see those things come home so um you know keep an eye on that guy not like it'll be a problem because i mean he does everything he can to make sure that we watch him but it'll be interesting to see how that all plays out but he is he's moving uh moving houses it sounds like he's trying to move to florida but his neighbors don't even want him there um they have started a petition to keep him from (laughs) moving back into florida so I don't know where his new home is going to be, but it won't be the one that he's been in for the last four years. And that is what matters. Yes. Now, so then we come to December 21st, which just happened. December 21st, Saturn, Pluto, or I'm sorry, Jupiter, Saturn conjunction. This is a reset. This is a hard reset. You know, when you have to do a hard reset of your phone, none of the old stuff is there anymore. You have to start fresh. You have to download the new apps. You have to get your phone numbers back, whatever you have, your pictures are gone. Everything has to be reset. And so what you do is you access the cloud or wherever you keep your backups and you say, okay, here are the things that I actually want to bring back. 
I, I don't need, I guess I really don't need this file of 8,000 memes. I guess I don't, I, but I do want the pictures of my kids. And so I don't need this app that I downloaded to, you know, help me get things done because it never really worked for me and I never really got things done. So you're reassessing with this reset that we had on the 21st. We're reassessing the things that we're bringing back into our lives that actually matter. We're also really looking at, you know, what we're doing for the next couple of years. This is an opportunity for us to refresh. This is an opportunity for us to reset personally, professionally, societally. We're making big moves now. So this Jupiter-Saturn conjunction is a big time of change. And they don't, you know, they're not joking around when they call it this entering into the age of Aquarius. Things, you know, are moving into a more online world. Uh, you know, we're starting to see these upgrades. Uh, you'll you'll start hearing people talking about accessing higher realms. Uh, you know, this is what they're talking about. I mean, it's not just the internet. It's it's being more enlightened as people. And sometimes that sounds like a vague term, and it sounds like something that is very woo. But what that really means at the end of the day is just really understanding that we're not the only people in our world. That there's aliens. Also, potentially that. I mean, nothing's going to be more enlightening to those who need to be enlightened than proof of aliens. I mean, I almost really hope that the aliens enlighten the least enlightened of us. Yes. That would be amazing. So, you know, this show is going places, you guys. I don't know what to tell you, but it's not going to turn into the alien show, but I'm not saying this is the last time we're going to talk about it because (laughs) Yes. So 2021 is this reset. 2021 is this time of enlightenment. We're growing from the crumbling foundations and the smoking ruins of 2020. We're like, you know, you see pictures of like a little tiny flower that's growing out of like some smoldering ash from a volcano that erupted. That's us. That's us in 2021. We are restarting. We're still here there's still some of us left and we can do big things and we can regrow this place how we want it to look. And I don't mean our house or our country or even our world, but just society as all a people, we can, we can fix this place and make it a better place to live. So that is what 2020, 2021 is going to look like for us, I think. And um, I'm just really glad that you guys are here. So let me ask you a question about 2021. So your word for 2020 for the show was wellness. Mm -hmm. So do you think your word for 2021 for the show is enlightenment? It's actually community. And so I think that enlightenment doesn't come without community. So I think that using and accessing each other and looking outside of ourselves at what we can give to ourselves is really going to be our key for manifestation and our key for growing as people. We're not alone in this world and we have to stop living like we are. So that is going to be, that is going to be a whole show in January is talking about community and, you know, how we can uh, access our communities and our community as uh, residents of planet earth and, and potentially our galactic community. So We'll see. Star mom. Star (laughs) mom does it again, everybody. Uh, So basically, listen, 2020 has been 
a year. And I don't know about you, but I'm more than ready to call that one a wrap. Um, on next week's show, we are going to be talking about the big astrological transits upcoming for 2021 and some of what we might be able to expect for next year. So I'm super excited to explore all of that with you. Be sure to tune in for that. Um, also, thank you so much to my very best friends and coworkers, Brittany and Meredith, for joining me today. Just so happy to have you guys here. I love being here. Oh, I'm so glad that you guys came. Um, also, be sure to check out their podcast. We have Add a Girl on Mondays. We have the Girls Girls Pod every Thursday. And we have the Family Road Trip Trivia Podcast every week, too. Um, and I will see you back here next Wednesday for a brand new episode of Logra. You can follow us online at Facebook, uh, Instagram, and Twitter at Glow Girl Pod. You can come join our Girls Girls community for only $2 a month. You can be part of the Girls Girls Inner Circle. You can hang out online with the best darn women on the whole internet and get special content from the Girls Girls Media Multiverse of Podcasts and all of our hosts in there. Just go to www.girlsgirlscommunity.com to get started. Glow Girl is a production of Girls Girls Media, and our music today is by the amazing Breakmaster Cylinder. Shine bright, Glow Girls. Glow Girls.